Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Ronnie Streeter, and I'm bringing you today's daily devotion. And today's devotion is a topic is breaking down the walls, breaking down the barriers of faith. Now, we all struggle with barriers. We all struggle with things that we build our own walls around us, keeping us keeping us from what God wants us to do in our lives. <coughs> Excuse me. See, we have to stop believing that we can't. That we can't do things. But we have to start believing that we can do things with confidence and with a relationship with God the, your, your the strength of your confidence relies on the strength of your relationship with God. you got to start believing that through anything, through God, is possible. Philippians 4.13 says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So today's backdrop. Here's today's backdrop. We're gonna. Here's the scenery. God has guided us through the wilderness for forty years. Moses has died, and Joshua has took his place. They've gone through so much. And finally, they get to where they're going, but they can't get there quite yet because there's an obstacle in their way. For, for Joshua and the Israelites to take the promised land, they must first go through many obstacles. And one of their first obstacles that they go through is Jericho. In the four or five walls of the city of Jericho, it was sealed up tight, tighter than Fort Knox. Nothing could penetrate it. But on the contrary, my friends, God can do anything. And you can do anything through God. Excuse me. So if you turn with me in the sixth chapter of, Jericho, of um, Joshua, turn with me to the sixth chapter of Joshua. We're going to start, I'm going to start in verse 15 of chapter 5, and then we'll start in chapter 6. The commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take your sandal off your foot, for this place where you stand is holy. Joshua did so. It's very similar, this is very similar, to when Moses went on top of the mountain and saw the burning bush. And Andrew the Lord appeared to him and he said, Moses, Moses, 
He said, Here I am, Lord. He said, Do not come near me. Come near this place, for it is holy ground. For you must take off your sandals. And this is what the Lord is saying to Joshua. As a reminder, here's the Israelites. They come all this way. And they cross over the Jordan. They finally cross over into the promised land. But they got a, they got a few obstacles they got to take care of. Here's chapter verse chapter 6 verse 1 says. Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. <clears throat> and the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hands, and the king and the mighty men of valor. And you shall march around the city, and you and your men of war, and you all go around the city once. This you shall do six days. Verse 3. So you shall march around the city and all your men of war and you shall go around the city once. This you shall do six days. Verse 4. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of rams and horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times and the priests shall blow the trumpets. And it shall come to pass, when they make long blasts with the ram's horn, and then you hear the sound of the trumpet, and all the people shall shout the great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat. And the people shall go up to every man straight before him. Then Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant, and let the seven priests bear seven trumpets of the ram's horns before the Ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, Proceed and march around the city, and let him who is armed advance before the Ark of the Lord. So it was when Joshua had spoken to the people that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord advanced and blew the trumpets of the ark and the covenant of the Lord followed them. And the armed men went before the priests and blew their blew the trumpets and rear guard came after the ark while the priests continued blowing their trumpets. Now Joshua had commanded the people saying you shall not shout or make any noise with your voice nor shall the word proceed out of your mouth until the day I say to you, Shout, then you shall shout. So he had the ark of the Lord to circle the city, going around it once. Then they came into the camp and lodged in the camp. And Joshua rose early in the, in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord, and seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram horns before the ark of the Lord went continually and blew with the trumpets. And the armed men went before them. But the rear guard came after the ark. Lord, while the priests continued 
blowing the trumpets. And the second day they marched around the city once and returned to camp. So they did this six days. But it came to pass on the seventh day, and they rose early about the dawning of the day. They marched around the city seven times in the same manner. And that day they marched around the city seven times. And the seventh time they it happened, and the priests blew the trumpet, and Joshua said to the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. Now the city shall be doomed by the Lord to destruction, and all who are in it. Only Rahab the harlot shall live, and she all who are with her in the house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. That concludes today's scripture. In today's devotional, chapter 6, One through seventeen. Now, let's talk about what we just read about, what we just witnessed, what we just heard, what we just went through. Now, for forty years, we've been wandering around like chickens. But our heads cut off because of disobedience, and we finally made it to the promised land. And we sent, and when we got there, we sent 12 men over to see about it. And then when they come back, only two gave good word, the other one said, We can't do this. And it's too fortified. The men over there are too big. Stronger than us. All that self-doubt. All that fear. All the anxiety. All the depression. Sadness. All set in their hearts. But Joshua. As being a good. Faithful servant of the Lord. He said no. We won't. We're going to do what God said to do. And He said that we have, that I have already given it to you. That it is yours. The promised land is yours and yours to take. <coughs> you can have it. All you got to do is obey my command. Obey what I say. And the walls shall come crumbling down and you shall enter the city and strike each man down. And those ten, two men that said, yes, we can do this. That went with the twelve. That confidence... And that relationship with the Lord was strong enough in Joshua and was strong enough in his faith was strengthened in, in him which was God who strengthened him to do so. First thing they did is what you do. You ask, well how 
how can I break down the barriers? Well, this is how you do these things. You do these three steps. First and most of all, you must, must believe in God. You know, last time I spoke, I spoke about walking with God, trusting with God, obeying God, believing in God. Well, here's what you got to do in breaking down the barriers today in your life. First of all, most of all, you must listen to God. Let me say that again. Listen to God and what He has to say. Listen to what and obey. So if you listen to God, you obey God. If you obey God, you trust God. If you trust God, you love God. That confidence that you have in your heart, that confidence that you have in, have in you to say that I am a child of God, that is God strengthening you and saying that you are better than what people say that you are. Stop self-doubting yourself. Stop seeking in fear, anxieties, and depression, addictions. This is what you need to do. Secondly, leave it all at the feet of God. Because he said, I have given you the promised land. It's yours. It's yours by the rightful taking because I promised it to you. Leave it. Number two. Leave it. At the feet of God. And this is what happened whenever Joshua and the Israelites, this is, listen, listen. When they listened to God, and when they left all their fears, their anxieties, their doubt, all at the feet of God, they started to look. And look what happened. When you start to listen and when you start to leave everything that you fear at the feet of God. Because you see, he said, I will go out before you. I will be with you. I will be there through it all. He said, now when you look, look. This is the third way. And when you finally start seeing. That when you start listening, when you start to leave it all, you see around you, around, around you, you see the evidence of God's presence, power, and fruitfulness of your obedience to God. The more you obey God, the more you trust God, the more you believe in God, the more you listen to God, the more you leave everything alone. At his feet. You start to see God's presence. Power and fruitfulness. Well, you know, you know, life just gets in the way. 
or those excuses, those are excuses. Self-doubt. Human emotions getting away. But we're just human. Yes. But when we allow our pride, our fears, our anxiety, our depression, our addictions, that's what we allow, we allow Satan to win. But God didn't build you that way. No, not one of you should feel this way. Because you're a child of God. He said, I am with you. I will never forsake you, nor I will ever leave you. I am who I am. I am God. The Almighty. The beginning and the last. The Omega. And the Alpha. So the next time someone comes up to you and says, Who are you? Who do you think you are? This is what you say with confidence in your heart. Believing. You say I am a child of God. Whom shall I fear? For I have God who strengthens me. Say it with courage. <laughs> say it with meaning. That's who I am. That's who I'm going to be. I will no longer allow the walls to keep me in. For God strengthens me. For God feeds me. For God clothes me. For God gets me through every storm I've ever been through. So what are those faith barriers? What are those blocks? What are those walls of Jericho's in your life? The simple things that keep you away from God is your self-doubt, your fear, your anxiety, your depression, your pride, your insecurities. Well, let it be Allow me, let me rephrase this, allow me to refresh in your memory that God has a plan for everything. That's right. Every time you feel that you have anger, every time you fear, every time you're sad, every time you guilt, every time you have disgust, anxiety, pride, loneliness, embarrassment, resentment, Remember this, that God has a plan for each and every individual emotion that we have because he went through it all whenever he died on the cross for you and me. He felt the anger. He felt the fear. He felt the sadness. He felt the guilt. He felt the disgust. He felt anxiety, pride, loneliness, embarrassment, and resentment.
I also know what else he knows. He knows happiness, amusement, satisfaction, all, and gratitude. Those are the positive attitudes that we need in our lives. The positive emotions that keep us going. For Joshua and his Israelites, they believed in God, they listened to God, they trusted in God, they obeyed God. And they walked around those six days once a time, and on the seventh day they did it seven times, and then they yelled at the top of their lungs, and not just one piece of the wall fell, the whole wall fell down. Because they knew and they believed in their hearts that their God was stronger than any wall that any man could ever build. So all those things that I mentioned a while ago about anger, fear, sadness, guilt, disgust, anxiety, pride. Pride is the disgustful thing right there. Pride is destructive. Anger is destructive. Fear is destructive. Sadness, well, well, that's not very that bad, is it, Ronnie? It is whenever you allow the depression. Whenever, you know, a lot, when I was growing up, there was only six emotions. But today, scientists say there's 27 Why? Because we made up a lot of those. Because a lot of those words mean the exact same thing. For anger, fear, guilt, pride, resentment, leads to rage in others. Leads to destruction, self-doubt, Guilt. A lot of the emotions that we go through are made up. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to get angry. It's okay to be... But what is not okay is allowing it to define who you are. As a child of God... You shall leave it all at his feet. <clears throat> I said uh, earlier, God has a plan for everything. If you will, we're just going to go over a few verses. That can help you. Through your time of need. For God said I will be there in your time of need. And the word of God and prayer is very important, very essential. To your relationship with God. For how else would you know? Or how else would you learn to live? If you never picked up the instruction manual we call the Bible. Or if no one told you. 
Or you never went to church. So let allow, allow, allow us to turn to Psalms 37, 8. Psalms 37, 8. For whenever you feel angry, angry, remember this in Psalms 37, 8. Cease from anger, forsake wrath, do not fret, it only causes harm. It only causes harm. When we fear, Isaiah Isaiah 41.10 says Excuse me, I have to get a drink. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I love that verse. That's one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. I have a top. I probably be if that were, if I if I had a top five, that would be number one. <coughs> Along going with that is Deuteronomy thirty one six. When we get sadness, you know, I said earlier, sadness leads to depression. When we seek down depression and we have anxiety on top of that, boy, our world feels like it is just no more. There's nothing left. But God says, yes, there is. God says, I am here. I am your comforter. I am the almighty redeemer. And Deuteronomy 31, 6 says, it's kind of very similar to Isaiah 41, 10. I believe that's why I like it so much. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. And He will not leave you nor forsake you. See, that would be probably number two on my list of top five, of top five Bible verses ever. Philippians 4, 6. Anxiety. When you have anxiety. Philippians 4, 6.
Philippians 4 6. Four six says, "Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God." Here's something that I suffer with a lot too, and it's pride. Proverbs 11.26 The people <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. People will curse him who withholds grain, but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. Pride is destructful. Pride gets in the way of a lot of things. But here are some of the positive. See, hey, see, God turns all of those. Things that has a, I said, he has a plan for everything. For all those verses you look up of, of our words of encouragement from God Himself. So whatever you're going through today, whatever you're going through in your life, remember this: that God is with you. He strengthened you. He is a Ahead of you, he has already prepared the way that he has given you the promised land. For in Joshua's time, the promised land was a place, a real place. For it is still today, as it is in Jerusalem. In the Middle East. But our. Promised land. For those who believe. In Jesus Christ. Has salvation. Is heaven itself. Is the promised land. That God. Gives us today. And all we have to take. To get there. Is to believe in his son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross and died for our sins and rose on the third day. Romans 10.9 Confess with thy mouth and believe in thy heart and you shall be saved. Turn with me to Philippians 4, chapter, chapter 4, verse 13. And here's the confidence that breaks down 
the berries. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That very phrase is confidence. So the next time someone says, Who are you? Say this, I am a child of God. With confidence and with faith, Knowing where your strength comes from. Number one. Listen to God. Obey Him. Trust and obey Him. Leave all your fears, anxiety, doubt. Leave all your consequences God. Look around and begin to see the evidence of God's presence, power, and fruitfulness as your obedience to God. And in my closing, I'd like to give you Five Bible verses that you can look up for yourself when you have time, when it's just you and God. But that's the best, for me, best way to start a relationship is a conversation. So if you're lost and you're not sure, Of where you're headed in life. Know this. That there is a God who loves you. And all he wants you to do. Is believe. Trust and obey him. The first verse is. James chapter 1, 2 through 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8 through 10, Romans 16, verse 17, Isaiah 57, 14, Philippians 4, 13, and Philippians 4, 6. Those are the Bible verses that you can look up yourselves. Read them out loud so you can hear the words of God speaking back to you. As I close, let's close in prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, come to you at this time, Lord. Today I ask that you just be with us, guide us, and strengthen us, O oh Lord. Allow this message to be that we take it and we apply it in our hearts and we apply it to our lives and that we... We break down those walls that we have built around ourselves and that we start listening, leaving, and looking, O oh Lord. That we trust and obey you. We listen to you. 
For when we listen to you, we trust and obey you. And when we trust and obey you, we leave everything that that we fear, that we have anxiety, our depressions, our addictions, everything. When we can fully commit to you, God. That we leave everything at your feet. And we allow you to guide us in our lives. And that when we start doing these things, that we see, that we look, and we see the evidence of your presence, your power, and your fruitfulness. Forgive us of our many sins. In Jesus' name I ask. Amen. Thank you. May God bring you peace, love, and God's grace.